Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Big Brother and stuff. I'm Danielle. Oh, I'm Brett. (laughs) (laughs) And we love Big Brother. We love Big Brother. We should also mention that both Danielle and I once stood behind Hillary Swank in line at a Whole Foods. Yes. And we were just reminiscing, reminiscing <laughs> that fond memory for both of us. Yeah, yeah. Just, that was just that. That's all we should talk about. But let's talk about Big Brother. We had an episode today. It's Sunday night, the 29th yeah. of July. But the episode on Thursday, it did not go as planned because the producers were like, obviously, Caitlin can finish this six-piece puzzle or seven-piece puzzle. And yeah. uh, they didn't allot time for the evictee to be interviewed. So I just want to talk very briefly about the Caitlin does a full interview with Julie on CBS.com. Yes. Check it out. Plug to them. You didn't watch it, right, Jenny? I have not watched this. Well, you know what? I need you to give me the rundown. Caitlin's a bit nuts, Factory. Yeah. But lover or hater, she believes what she's selling, which is everything happens for a reason. And... Like that's that's life, and I failed this competition for a reason, and I'm not bitter about it. I failed this competition not because I'm bad at puzzles or because God hates me. I failed this competition because something, because some, because there's a reason that I don't know. It's like she's like very religious without being. It's such religious. an amazing way to shuck responsibility. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, and she doesn't feel. She's like. I don't feel sad that Swaggy got evicted. He got evicted for a reason. Right. I re- like, I understand strategically why it was a bad idea now, but in the greater universal thing, like, like scheme of things in the cosmos that I believe is more than just a game, more than mm-hmm. just this season of Big Brother, I think it all works out. And she really was, she was sad, but she didn't seem very bitter about anything. And she didn't seem too regretful. So I just thought that was interesting and nice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we said this last week. We, Caitlin, love her or hate her, made this season this far. Oh, yeah. So I think we should come from a place of gratitude and not try to, like, ruin her life on social media, not try to drag her. Just, like, be ble- be happy for the <laughs> blessings she gave us and let her go into the world. She's not our problem anymore, you know? Much like Hillary Swank on that, on that at that <laughs> Whole Foods. We just, we were glad to be with her and then we let her go. I want to make a point. Okay. A theory, if you will. All right. I'd like to start a theory. I sort of tweeted something about this. I feel like we would be remiss. Pardon? About Hillary Swank? (laughs) No, (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Um, I think we'd be remiss to not mention the fact that the president of CVS, Julie Chen's husband, of Hey Julie, Mm. was the subject of a big Ronan Farrow investigation Mm -hmm. report last week, dropped on Friday. Yeah. The day Caitlin was no longer in the house. And I tweeted that I thought it was interesting that Caitlin of the third eye, Caitlin the all-knowing, Caitlin who gets hit, was no longer in the house to protect CBS when this dropped. But I actually have a new theory. Now that everything happens for a reason. Yes, of course. Now that every... Well, I think this was an old switcheroo. I think this was actually a twist. Who's the real pagan witch in the house? And who was also on the block last week? Rockstar! Rockstar. 
I believe that Rockstar was her unhappiness on the block manifested itself and traveled to Ronan Farrow's typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> and that she was the reason. Her pagan powers were unhinged at the fact of being on the block and hell was brought down upon the house of Moonves. And I think they should just be happy. That was only the first plague. They should be happy she's not on the block anymore because oh, and you don't you think that when when Rockstar is on the block again, something else will bad will happen to CBS. Yes. I think Julie will get in a skiing accident in Aspen. <laughs> Do you think it'll be like the second or third week of September and yeah. like Magnum PI just doesn't get really good ratings? <laughs> or God friended me. <laughs> Anything, anytime. I just want everyone to be on the lookout for this because this is my new theory. And let us know, at hey Julie, if you see anything like this. Anytime something bad happens to the house of CBS, what happened to Rockstar in the house? Like what correlated? Cause exactly. That could be it. I feel you. I feel for the victims of Mr. Moonvez. I feel for Julie. Yes. We remarked that. Uh, a few weeks ago, she seemed Julie seemed shook during a live show. She messed up a bunch of lines. Who knows what's been going on in her personal life? That's not what we want to talk about here, though. No. Danny and I will be very, very open to hosting a live episode of Big Brother. Of course. Should and, should the bat phone ring? And I also think we'd be open to become co-presidents of CBS once Les Moonves inevitably accepts out. Oh, totally. One final thing about the Caitlin interview, and we'll move on to the Sunday night episode. This was not shown. This was a live feed exclusive. But uh, Tyler's dad, who he shouted out during the live show eviction, passed away. It's right. His dad's uh, passed away. And... Caitlin has been saying, oh, you're, I'm, I'm with your dad. He's with me. And Tyler has just been like, <laughs> not saying much. And Caitlin brings it up in the live, in the interview with Julie that like, yeah. And I, I've had Tyler's dad, like dead dad with me the whole time. And Julie takes the longest pause I've ever <laughs> seen Julie take and then changes the subject. Julie just wanted to <laughs> linger pivots? on that one. Huh? She pivoted? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the end. It was like, Caitlin was like, yeah, I'm like, Tyler's dad is with us. I feel him <laughs> right now. He wants this to happen. 12 second pause. Okay, thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. that was just a bit awkward. <laughs> but, you know, bless, blessings. Blessings to Caitlin. Thank yeah. you so much. What's up? Also, I might recommend um, on, on Facebook, uh, Ross and Marissa do uh, like a Monday or for, sorry, a Friday morning like reaction pod. To yeah. The, or like it's like a 30 minute like, you know, YouTube, Facebook. It's on Facebook, but it's like a little web streaming show. And they have Caitlin on there. And Caitlin says Caitlin has been sequestered just like for the 24 hours after her eviction. And she's like, I don't right. know if I have a boyfriend. She's actually a little bit honest <laughs> about her behavior. Okay. She knows. But you know what? I know. I know Caitlin. I know girls like I don't know her personally, but I know girls like this. Yeah. And I, I don't even know who her boyfriend is, but I know guys like that. They'll be back together in a month. If 
he's been putting up with this shit for five years. Yeah, not this isn't gonna shock him. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, let's move on to Sunday night. Um, night. <laughs> we come in right after the eviction. No HOH has been played yet, and um, so there's lots of there's lots of scuttlebutt and piss pissing about who cast the hinky vote. And right. nobody, as always, the one person, <laughs> the one person who they don't ex- uh, expect or suspect is the one person who did it. Right. Of course it was Jay-Z. Yeah. So everyone... I also was like, Tyler's announcement to everyone seemed so guilty. If well, he'd done that and I was in the house, I'd be like, oh, you definitely <laughs> did do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, Tyler, I, I was just kind of watching him a lot in this episode, and I think I've, I've figured out his strategy a little bit. And it's interesting that Level 6 doesn't totally call him on it, but he just, like, he pretends to be alone. He pretends to be mm-hmm. alone. He pretends to always be, like, the victim of something. Right. Not, not, like, in a way that would, like, upset, like, alpha males like Cody from last year who hate victims and sure, sure. hate betas. But yeah. he's a but like we have this scene with him and Bailey and Bailey scratching his head and he's like, Yeah, I'm just you know, it was just a difficult week because, you know, Caitlin was my number one and she went home and right. so it, it's an interesting strategy. Everyone he always sort of pretends to be the number two and like always to mm-hmm. be this like little mopey dog to people yeah. and people don't suspect him and he's controlling everything. It's working for him so far. Haley's on to his shit. Yeah, people are on to it a little bit. Rockstar is sort of on to his shit. Yeah, so but like, no one would listen to him. What's she going to do about it? Yeah, no, what's she going to do about it other than cast the CEO of CBS in shame? <laughs> Telepathically. <laughs> that was just the first plague, I'm telling you guys. That oh, yeah, plague. that was just locust, y'all. Yeah. That, wait for frogs, boils. Yeah, Tyler had some good moments this episode. I enjoyed when he let us, the viewer, in on where Caitlin actually was. Because I, I couldn't tell either. I was like, it sort of seemed like he did like her. He liked the attention she gave him. Um, but So I was like, maybe she's his goat. Maybe she is like who she, he was trying to drag to the end. But then he was like, yeah, she's not my number one. She's more like my ninth or tenth. I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate either. I think it's like, I think it's fun to grave dance a little. Right, and it's like, and it's fun to say that now that she's gone, like yeah. you can be like, yeah, she was nothing to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think she was a val. I think she was a valuable asset to him as long as she was under control. But that's the thing is, she was she was hard to control, and that's what everybody realized eventually. Yeah, she was like Miley Cyrus; she couldn't be tamed. Whoa! <laughs> 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 Not that familiar. I guess so. Like, I guess I'm familiar with Miley Cyrus being crazy. Well, that's the name of one of her albums. I know, I knew that because I'm a big Miley Cyrus <laughs> fan. I have all the albums tattooed on my leg. Yeah. Um, so we have our we have our HOH competition, and it involves sliding and it involves the internet. And so the house guests are like, "Oh, it's called sliding into the DMs," a popular <laughs> phrase amongst y- the youth. Right. And no, it's called perfect timing, a thing that happens with internet. <laughs> Why? Could they not get like the copyright to sliding into my DMs? Could like, they not what? get an intern to be like, oh, sliding into my DMs? <laughs> like, I just, I just thought it was funny that the house guests like came up with a much better name for this 
competition that the producers could have. I want to bring something up before we get into the actual competition that we got a comment on Twitter about this. Uh-huh. And then my boyfriend also brought this oh. up. And so I want to get your thoughts on this. Sure. Sam cosplaying as Rosie the Riveter. Uh-huh. Hot or not. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I thought she was cute. I, I think it's an overwhelming hot. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and you I, guys know how I feel about Sam. Yeah, I thought she... I, I mean, I was struck by this literally wearing the exact outfit and the lips and the hair and everything yeah i was i was taken back i noticed it on thursday night and i thought it was a cute i thought it was a cute look an unexpectedly cute look from sam yeah it was sort of it truly came out of nowhere you know the girl's full of surprises i'll give her that who knows yeah who knows what we can expect next yeah so yes we noticed and looked great good for her (laughs) so for the rest of the competition uh, Bailey immediately wins. I mean, there's no yeah. So like, I I knew this going into the competition that Bailey was gonna win because I follow the feeds, and she goes up first and wins. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be uh, a boring 15 minutes of yeah, television. Yeah, because we have to show every other person try it. Yeah, that's a hard competition, but I think it's I think it's a good it's a good it's random more, like just one of the, the sort of competitions that randomly assigns an hoh for the week yeah um and it seems fun to do oh totally everybody could have a little fun have a little slide and uh doesn't take too long totally oh yeah totally um a few notes a few notes are one angela dr of the of the evening as angela goes up to slide she goes i don't want to win hoh (laughs) and i'm a pole vaulter (laughs) <laughs> and Blangela and Blangela exuant Blangela uh that's a wrap on Blangela for the episode <laughs> we have nothing else to to say with her just so weird like why don't you want to win HOH because she's because she's playing the best game of them all which is she knows no one knows that she's in the house <laughs> so why remind them yeah I guess but she she's could have sliding all the been, way to that final five she if Scotty went in there and said, oh, I think Angela was the hinky vote. I think she could have been the she could have been the pawn nomination. Except in... he wouldn't have done that because he doesn't remember that she's there. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas he remembers Rachel because Rachel has Rachel has it out for Scotty. And I, the next thing I want to talk about in this HOH is is Rachel's behavior. OK. I I like Rachel as a person. Of course. She is the hottest chick in that house, which I am a fan of hot people. Yeah. That's why why this. Hot people, I would say, are number one. That's a theme for Brett Brett and Danny's podcast. Hey, Julie. (laughs) We we love hot hot people. people. (laughs) She's very attractive. I like her. Yeah. She seems like a genuinely nice and sweet person, but I can't stand it with the acting. She's like doing this bit where Sam is like, all right, Rachel, you're last. And you like, it could be you or, or Bailey. And she's doing this like snow white thing where she's like pointing and gesturing. Like she's an actor in the 1700s. Yeah. Stop it. I know you're actually an actress for a living. She's a bit affected. And then at the end, I just, I don't know when she's ever being real. 
and I watch her on the feeds too. She's like she can't sit still. She's always like dancing and doing voice. Like she seems like a cool person. I don't know. I don't know. It's something about her. Theater kid. She's a theater kid. She is, and maybe that's why I'm bothered by her. Is because like I see myself in her. Maybe I see my past in her. (laughs) Yeah. Get away, theater kid. I renounce thee. Yeah, I have no beef with Rachel because I I feel the opposite. I feel like what you see is what you get with Rachel, which is just like she wants attention, so you can give her some and she's happy, and that's all you really need to do. Whereas someone like someone like Casey scares me more. Where I'm like, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know how to give you what you want. Mm. I don't know what you want because you never talk. So yeah, I don't know. I just think Rachel's like about twenty five percent annoying in like an Anne Hathaway sort of way. Mm, yes, the Anne Hathaway syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Which, by the way, we all know we were wrong about Anne Hathaway. We all love Anne Hathaway. She's a great actress. We we are noted fans <laughs> of Anne Hathaway's performance in Ocean's 8. <laughs> but if but Anne, I wouldn't be surprised if Anne Hathaway acted like that in person. Right. Anyways. All right, well, so we, we got Brett's, Brett's anti-rage. I don't know how I feel about Rachel. Because she's so we hot. Need... I can't. I don't know. Well, we're going to get a lot more of her this week because her ass is on the block. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of the episode, she's like, I'm coming for you and I'm going to win and I'm going to do it. And even that felt fake. Something about her just feels off to me. She's a little false. She's reading false to you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's OK. All right. Moving on. <laughs> um, we have a commercial break. If you watch the show and you like don't watch the commercials, or you watch the show on cbs.com and you like you, you don't get the same commercials i gotta tell you there is a psa from cbs cbs cares okay. i'm i don't, we don't even have c like psas anymore but C <laughs> cbs shows you a frying pan and a piece of bacon and it's like this is your skin this is your skin in the sun and it's like a play on this is your mind, like or this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. And then it's like Correct. use sunscreen, save your bacon is the text. What the hell's obviously use sunscreen. Also, bacon great. Bacon is good. But is bacon's my skin, good for me. Is my pink my pink Eastern European skin bacon? Yeah. That was just weird. They're like, don't put your butt out in the sun. Okay, sure. That was it. I was that's what they were saying. I thought I can't believe that's what you brought up. I thought for sure you were gonna bring up God friended me. Oh, I talked we talked about God friended <laughs> me. I know it every time it's shocking. I'm amazed. I'm amazed still. And if you're watching if you're watching Big Brother on the CBS.com app or whatever, you gotta check into one live show and just watch yeah. them say, like, hey, you American l- viewer. There's a show called God Friended Me, and we want you to watch. You just got to see their pitch on it. It's horrible, but you got to check it out. That's what's next for a curse from the pagan witch. Oh, Hopefully. yeah. God. Um, I want to bring up something in part of this episode that made me laugh on purpose. Uh-huh. And I really got a great chuckle out of it. And every time I know it's coming, every time I know there's going to be a Fessy and JC segment, and every time it's I good. I want to talk about this. It's great. The tall and short of it. They're buddies in their different heights. It's so good. It's one of the oldest comedic tricks in the book. A it's, tall guy and, and a short good, guy. Listen, it's it's Pinky and the Brain. Um, 
you know, other Laurel and Hardy, one's fat, one's thin. Yeah, it's a slob versus a snob. It's just seeing opposites <laughs> together is the best. The odd couple. The odd couple. The odd couple starring Matthew Perry and Thomas Lennon. On CBS, on CBS. four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best but i mean just him jc not fitting on that bed because fessy's big old body won't let him was i was in tears but jc knew he was like there was more bed there was another side of the bed to go on but he likes that side and i relate to that yeah sometimes you have a side i yeah. do want to talk about this how the segment starts they're sort of okay. like flirting and playing jenga yeah. And JC says, we're in a professional relationship. And Fessy says, that's how it starts. Mm. You know Fessy's in the substitute in the teacher's lounge <laughs> being like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm just showing kids lots of the Mohicans today because, like, yeah. Mr. Walters is, is like, <laughs> sick. And he's he active. He said it there. He tries to pick up women at work. And you know what? I guess if I was a substitute teacher, I would do the same thing. Yeah. What else is he doing there? At least he's doing it, hopefully, with the teachers and not the kids. <laughs> oh, well, uh, we've made an announcement. Danielle apologizes and has stepped down <laughs> after her insensitive jokes on this podcast. Oh, no. I've lost my after show. Oh, will no. I ever come back? <laughs> oh, yes, I will. A couple <laughs> weeks later. <laughs> I'm just saying, Fessy's, I don't know. Women of the Orlando education, you know, school district, watch out for Fessy. Fessy's great. I mean, I don't really care for him on the feeds. As I said a million times on the episode, he really does oh, it for me. Me too. Me too. And he gets some good stuff later on in the episode. And he like even during the HOH, he just throws it because he's like, I just wanted to have fun. Yeah, I mean, Bailey's in the lead. Enjoyable. Yeah, Bailey's in the lead. He doesn't need to overtake Brett or anything. Go for it. Whatever. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. Uh, so this the second half of the episode is a lot of stuff about Scotty and Bailey and Scotty sort of great job on Scotty going in on the in the storage room celebration. Like, hey, I'm in your alliance. I mean, which yeah. he kind of is. I mean, he's he's like in the alliance the way Sam is in level six. Like right. basically they come to her about everything she's involved yeah. in stuff but just like the ink there wasn't really an agreement to start it off and <laughs> the rest of the episode is like we we see how bailey operates as a hoh and which is not, intense i don't <laughs> i think i like bailey <laughs> i think bailey's good on the show i don't know how good she is at big brother well, we'll see. I think so far it's okay. Because here's the thing with this cast is they they don't have the longest memories. Like no, no one's gunning for Scotty anymore, and he did pretty big move. I mean, they were kind of attempting at the beginning of this week, the beginning of this episode, and he sort of deflected it pretty well. Like he's got yeah, even though Scotty is for him. I'm sorry. Rachel's gunning for him. Yeah. And JC wants to pin it on him or whoever. But, like, I don't think that's the net. Like, I think JC just wanted to cause chaos. I don't think he actually cares to get Scotty up that much. I mean, I could be wrong. I haven't watched Feeds this weekend. But Yeah, well, all level six wants Scotty out. They When Bailey won, level six is like, 
damn we're probably going up our only shot to not our only shot to get out of this is to have Scotty on the block against one of us because then we could because <clears throat> they don't really want Sam or JC on the block because Sam and JC historically vote with them so right. the 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 historic J- Sam and JC caucus votes yeah. with them. Um, so <clears throat> they have been moving. Um, they've been trying to go after Scotty. And even though Bailey is uh, unsure of Scotty, she calls him evil a few times in this episode. She thinks she's e- he's evil, like in a manageable. He's he's lawful e- evil. And he he's can be lawful sort of evil. evil. And he is evil against the people that she did, like uh, an enemy of my enemy. You know, right. in a sort of way. Um, yeah. And I feel like he was honest about the fact that he flipped against Swaggy. So why wouldn't he be honest about the fact that he flipped against Caitlyn, who he doesn't care about, who no one cares about? You yeah. know, I, that would be my logic. I I think Bailey did well with her nomination. The way she talked to people as HOH. Yeah, she had HOH-itis. Yeah, she does. I don't know. I, I think I'm getting a little frustrated with her because... She kind of only hears what she wants to hear when she talks to people and then twists what she hears and then gets really angry about what like the twisted version that she hears. Like, and, like yeah, she, she builds up. Gru- yeah, she builds up these grudges against people. In a, she builds up these grudges against people that are like a little bit made up. And then she also then gets. And, but, but then she also is actually nice to people and makes genuine connections with people. And even though she doesn't really work with Rachel or Angelo that much, she's up in there with the HOH talking with them and saying, Oh yeah, we have an all girls Alliance. Yeah. It's all about getting the guys out. And she does have genuine connections with people. And then Rachel comes in the room and she's like, I'm going to nominate you, but I'm going to tell you this really, really important piece of information that spoiler alert Rachel immediately goes to level six and says, Bailey has this power. Here's what the power does. And level six is like, oh, we're going to put Bailey up next week. Yeah, that was why would she tell her? I mean, well, I guess it's like it was a show of good faith on Bailey's part. Be like, please don't make me regret this. But then why would Rachel go tell immediately? Rachel's bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <this has laughs> I like Rachel. I, again, I'm the same way. I like her as a person, but I don't know if she's playing such a great game. No, she's not really playing it. She's like, why is she the? You know, she's not. She's on a team with. Uh, to be fair, two women who are invisible. Mm. So I guess that's what makes her the choice pawn from that side of the house. But yeah, stop doing pirouettes in the kitchen and like yeah. acting like <laughs> you've got these two like shrubs. <laughs> and she's like and she's like <laughs> like singing and do and dancing and stuff it's like yeah she yeah. has a big target on her back by just breathing and eating mm-hmm. um i want to say i'm still rooting for scotty oh i love scott oh I, yeah. I want scotty to win i'm rooting for him i like i enjoyed his interaction with bailey i thought he handled it great i like i believed him and i hope she believed him the way he looked her in the eye and told her like I, I want him to go far. I don't know if I want him to win yet, but I liked the, his reign as HOH. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there. I'm still a Scotty fan. I'd be fine with many of the people in this house winning yeah. from both sides. Yeah. I I still secretly have the hope that Casey is going to turn it on. 
So. I think she will. I actually think she will. Yeah. We just need to get rid of a few more people. She needs to make Jerry where she feels safe. And then someone needs to like someone she really actually cares about needs to go or someone needs to really stab her in the back. Mm, yeah. I can't wait to see. I kind of hope it's Rachel because I think Rachel's on her way out this week anyway. Of yeah. these two, like we haven't seen Vito yet, but of these two. Yeah, we can talk about Vito stuff after in the spoiler section. One more thing yeah. about Bailey. She says twice in this episode to two separate people i will literally kill you i will literally kill you i will stab you and pull out your entrails i will literally that made me like her more i don't know (laughs) i I, come on guys (laughs) it's it's come on i say i'll kill you all the time no but she kept she kept uh, emphasizing the literally part of it that's which i know now means figuratively Come on, that's being a millennial, okay? Okay, that's being whatever. A mill. Okay, whatever. <laughs> she was milling it up. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Moving You're on. in the house. All you have are your words. You have to be able to tell someone that you want to let their intestines out. I think that's fine. Sure, sure. She'll gut you like a fish. I'll take pleasure in gutting you, boy. <laughs> uh, um, Fessy, should we get to some? Oh, uh, one ahead. more thing. So there's a bit of there's a bit of fessy in the end of this episode. He sort of advocates on behalf of JC. He, JC is now like they're sort of in each other's pockets, which is interesting. There's this sort of like because JC is sort of in the pocket of the level six side, and Fe, it, but Fessy and JC have this sort of relationship. I wonder if that's going to bite either of them in the butt. It seems like it might bite, bite Fessy in the butt. But I think it's definitely going to bite Fessy in the butt. But somehow he'll like noodle his way out of it as he has every time. He'll but, win a veto at a key moment and he'll be fine. Yeah, so Fessy sort of advocates for JC and Fessy and Haley have a little bit of a tip about it. They, if they do get into a relationship, which I would put at 1%, they don't, they're not going to have a good relationship, Fessy and Haley. No, she's not going to get into a relationship with him. She's playing him. I've seen people, I've actually seen this for myself, but I've seen people say that she and Scotty have actually like a nice little connection. They do. They've become like brother and sister in the house. Oh, okay. Because Haley's beautiful and Scotty is a virgin joke. (laughs) Who works at the AMC. He works at the AMC. I got into a fight once at the AMC with a customer. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Cool. Um, thank you for coming in to interview for this position. We will let you know. <laughs> That's what their dates would be like. She'd be like, so Scotty, tell me about your work. And he'd be like, one time I defended Hangover 2 to a woman who just didn't get One time I went on a reality show and I got into a many fights with an undercover police officer about ghost, the Ghost Rider franchise. <laughs> R.I.P. Steve. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Steve haunts the house. Have you yeah. noticed that once Steve was evicted, it got so hot in America and the world? <laughs> yeah, All these boiling fires. up right now. I know. Put him. Put the man back in the house. Oh put the nuclear God. reactor back in the water. <laughs> <baby. laughs> I saw something online of Steve at home, like. Manning the grill with his family oh, and boy. being like, I'm loving life, don't worry about it. And I was like, ah, <laughs> that's my Steve. Yeah, that's why it's so hot on both coasts. Final thing. 
Fessy successfully navigates or negotiates JC off the block, and in the final DR of the episode, he goes, "Hey, I'm actually playing Big Brother. <laughs> Look at that!" Which is so good, <laughs> so good. So good. It's why I love Fessy. It's why producers good have been trying him. to get him on a TV show for years. Apparently, yeah. I think he was an alternate for another season of Big Brother. I think he was an alternate for Survivor, according to the the stories. That man he's, is good television. He's dumb. But he he's is. Great. He's good. He was worth the wait. I know. So hopefully, uh, same for Scotty. Um, so. <laughs> oh I, gosh, that poor girl. <laughs> poor man. I think it's time for spoilers and questions. First, I just wanted to say a shout out to at UD Dave. He was the one who asked about Sam's Rosie the Riveter cosplay. Mm, yeah. Um, and then should we get into some spoilers of, of cosplay? What did you dress up as at Comic Con this week? I dressed up as Bemo. Oh. Hey, hey Bemo. I love Bemo. How'd you get so pregnant? Oh. <laughs> Who'd you dress Bemo. up as? I didn't go. I'm uh, not a nerd. <laughs> All um, right, let's, let's get. Yeah, so are we going to do spoilery questions or are they yeah. non spoiler? All well, right. Actually, these, these are not. These are not spoilery. So let's ask the questions first. Okay. From at Chai Town Patty, up, is Bailey's HOH dictatorship just a different version of Sam's HOH? Seems like she's not doing a good job with the people she should be consolidating bonds <laughs> with this week. Bessie, JC, and Scotty. Not really. I I don't think it's the same as I think yes, it's the same style, but it's not the same because Sam was doing a bad job because she was just putting up girls she thought were ho she thought were hosts. And was telling them that. Yeah. And then she was <laughs> privately being like, I actually have a strategy behind this. It's like, no, you say that part and you don't say the hose part. Yeah. And Bailey, I think she's doing the right thing. She's putting up two people from the opposite side of the house. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Her goal seems to be to get Brett out. Get him out. He could be a good competitor. He's cool, calm, and collected when people are yelling at him. So, And yet he instigates a lot of drama. So, yeah, get him out. Yeah, I think I think overall she'll get a passing grade, but I think she she will have caused – she is, is definitely being her own worst enemy this week. And yeah. listen, that's part of the fun of this game is that by being an HOH and having that guaranteed week of safety and having to put people on the block, you automatically create a target for yourselves for for yourself. And yeah. just the rules and the just the machinations of how this game works uh, calls for and creates these automatic power shifts week to week. Because by mm -hmm. being the king, by being the HOH, you're automatically the next week a target. Yeah. So that's part of the game. But I think she could have done a better job. Especially in revealing this power, because now she's a huge target and a huge backdoor candidate for the next. She needs to use this power next week. Well, if that was the second thing that Chi Town Patty said. What the fuck? Why <laughs> would Bailey tell Rachel about her power app? Rolly eye face emoji. Because Bailey's like not. It's not a flawless victory this week. It's. It's. Yeah. It, yeah. She's. She's. Uh. You know. She's. She's hurt herself a little bit. She's been injured in, yeah. this, in this fight a little bit. She's, you know, Tyler was saying he's wounded. Bailey's the one who's wounded. Yeah, exactly. From at Lemmer Nick, should Fessy make JC his ride or die over Hay and Bay? JC and him have more of a connection and would probably be more loyal. 
I mean, if we get down to a final six or something like that, and those four are in there, yeah. If I were if I were Fessy, I would maybe consider doing that, making that agreement with JC. But I wouldn't imagine Fessy would actually do that. I think he'd actually stick with Haley. Yeah, and I don't um, think that's wrong on his part to want to stick with Haley because Haley has not proven him. She has not sure. gone against him in any way. Whereas JC is a slippery little snake. Totally. JC's gonna throw him under the bus at the first chance. But I also wouldn't put put it past Haley to make it a to make a final two with Bailey and be like, oh yeah, and get rid of Fessy at final four or something like that. Like I, I don't know, I don't know if Haley would keep Fessy around till the end of the game. But I think Fessy would keep Haley around as long as possible. I That's just think, like, if if things if they get to a point where there's just like you don't really know who to trust and it's like a a crapshoot. Yeah, I mean, bringing JC to the end is not going to be a great idea. Yeah, I think that's the thing is we're looking at it from the wrong perspective, which is the perspective that Fessy uh, knows what he's doing. Like, he is at the mercy of what everyone else wants. So it's really more like, would JC take Fessy? Will Haley take Fessy? Because Fessy's just going to go along for the ride with whoever. What if this season of Big Brother is a three-act picture? You know a little thing about thing or two about writing. This is a three act structure, and Fessy is the chosen one, and he's actually the greatest Big Brother player. And this first third of the season ends with him for the first time active, actually trying to do something in Big Brother and achieving it. And it's like, oh wow, he can actually talk someone off of the block, and like the little sparks fly from his fingertips, and he's like, oh wow, he actually is the chosen one. He has all the power to be the Big Brother champion we you know what has to happen before he truly comes into his power a dark night of the soul yeah point of no point of no well point of no return yeah yeah like where all is lost moment the chips are down just joseph campbell 101 look it up yes google it (laughs) (laughs) and i can't wait to see what that is for fessy oh yeah oh yeah um all right well i think we should get into some spoiler talk Okay, if you don't want to hear about who won veto, um, get out of here, you dope. And we'll talk to you on uh, on Thursday or Friday after the eviction. Yeah. Okay, they're gone. Woo! So, a veto competition has been played, and Tyler is the current veto holder. It is Sunday evening. There, uh, the veto, the veto ceremony will happen tomorrow afternoon. Um, so what do you what do you think about this so far? So Tyler winning, I I I think was a weird move on his part. I don't know why he wanted to win that. Yeah. Um, just because it puts such an unnecessary spotlight on him, but he's also like really good at talking himself out of things. I think Bailey really wants to believe that they are working together. So. Yeah. I think it's going to end up fine. From what I can tell, from what I've been reading, it seems like he's not going to use it. Well, that's the like that's what that's why you said it's a weird competition for him to win because it puts him in a in between a rock and a hard place in terms of he has two and he alliance wasn't in members. Danger. He wasn't in danger of going up, and he has two alliance members up against each other. How does he pick which one to save, if at all? Right, and. If he uses it, it's just 
going to increase the chances that Angela or Casey goes up. Right. I haven't really checked in with the feeds at all today, but I watched a lot of them yesterday after the veto ceremony. And he's been trying. They've been trying to feed Bailey some fake info about Scotty. He's been trying to make it seem like he's a lone wolf and that Scotty's his best friend and his only lifeline in the game. And he's trying to piss Bailey off so that Bailey will nominate Scotty as like retribution against Tyler using the veto. Yeah. But Bailey isn't totally having it. And Scotty's a bit ahead of it. And Scotty's having a good relationship with Bailey this week. Good. Good. I want Scotty and Tyler to go head to head. Oh, yeah. I want one to take the other out. I want I want them to kiss. Yeah. And I want then I want them to take one another oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's looking I mean if the nominations stay the same though. Which it seems like is gonna happen. I, I Yeah. I anything could happen um within the next twelve hours or so, but uh or twenty four hours, twenty hours, but um I, I would assume the nominations are gonna stay the same this week. Are you thinking it to me it was looking like Brett's gonna stay. Oh really? Yeah. Um I don't know. I I I don't know. I, I kind of assumed Brett was gonna go. Because um, I thought Rockstar, Haley, Fessy, Scotty will vote for Brett to leave. Yeah. But then the rest will vote for It'll be the, the rest same, will want Brett to sit. It'll be the same situation as the the Winston Brett thing. Like, well, Brett's yeah. a big target. He can stay in the game and be a meat shield for us. Interesting. I I don't know. I got the read. I got the read the other way that the girls were still tight and that Angela and Casey wouldn't vote out Rachel and that there's this there's this sort of brewing girls alliance thing where every time you do get all the girls from both sides in a room, they talk about working together. And it's yeah. not it's not clear if everyone is bluffing, if half of the people are bluffing, if they all believe in it. So there there was a lot of talk like in the evening yesterday when all the girls except Sam were in there together and they were like, Yeah, we're gonna you know, if the noms stay the same, we're gonna get out Brett and like keep all the right. girls together. So I'm not I'm not totally sure what would ha- what happened. I guess Gun to my head, I would assume Brett would go home. I know you're souring on Rachel, but I kind of hope Brett does go home. I'm—I don't know. He's not giving me anything on the show. I think I find his presence kind of boring. No, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I, I think we could see more from Rachel. I think we've seen the spectrum from Brett. I think yeah, we've seen everything we've seen Brett can do. He's he done starts, funny stuff. Yeah. And he's done like manipulative stuff, like with Rockstar last week or two weeks ago. How could I forget? It was her daughter's birthday. Of course. <laughs> I know. But I think we've kind of seen it all. And it's, you know, we're like. I just think six, that was yeah. low hanging fruit. Like, yeah, he started a lot of drama with Rockstar, but I just don't think anyone else would bite the way she did. So no, totally. And I, none of them, none of them have daughters who have birthdays. So no. Um, also, it's like we're six weeks into the game and he's like still making like cybersecurity puns. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, bro, come on. Come on, bro. Come on. So I don't know. I yeah. I, I think we could see more from Rachel for sure. I I definitely. I all my stuff about Rachel from the epi- this episode is not even really about how she's playing the game. It's just about how she's like carrying herself 
on camera and yeah she just sort of behaves like she needs a lot of attention and maybe it's because she got the crap up and so she thinks america's hate hates her so she's trying to be extra like on did you see someone found a screenshot of her in a promotional image for tony and tina's wedding no as the titular tina (gasps) good for her i saw tony and tina's wedding in las vegas not for me Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I assumed it's like Abba's deranged cousin. It's different. It's like, if you're not aware, Tony and Tina's wedding is the show that, I think it's in Vegas. I don't know if it's still in Vegas anymore, but. It was off Broadway for a long time. It might still be. It's, they literally throw a wedding every night and there's no, there's no audience. You, you like served dinner and stuff. It's like, basically you're invited to this improvised wedding where like oh, certain no. beats happen exactly exactly <laughs> you go into the wedding you walk summer. into the venue and it's like set up like a like this like italian wedding and no no you sit at like tables with numbers on them with the other people in the audience and you're served dinner and stuff and basically a bunch of actors who play tony and tina and their fam their families and the priest they sort of all just go around improvising like they do stuff with like, there's like sort of scripted interactions between them, but then they like the drunk uncle sits on your mom's lap and oh no, oh, the yeah. drunk like aunt in law or whatever. And it's listen, I love improv. It's how you and I met. Yeah, well, I'm sorry we're gonna improv a bit, but like don't I don't want to do I don't want to interact with improv with improvisational actors or with other audience members. I don't uh, go to a show to talk to other trash like me i go there to see professionals i want to see professionals sing and dance i want to see andrew garfield's penis tonight (laughs) on stage live as i live and breathe wow that sounds awful i just don't understand who in the right mind feels like they aren't going to enough weddings i don't know i a a Raider family from like 15 years ago with like two teenage sons. Yeah. All right. I don't know. <laughs> well, I gotta see this picture. I gotta see Rachel. It's Tina. just like a promo. It's just like a, like a promotional picture from like a website. That's like, Hey, buy tickets to, I guess Rachel does the improv. We'll <laughs> see her. We'll see her at the UCB. Exactly. This is all over. We should play our cards right. Cause she's going to be on a Herald team. Okay. Hell yeah. I, if she gets on this podcast, that'll be great. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, this has been great, guys. Thank you so much for your questions and comments on Twitter. I asked a little late tonight, so it was a little light, but we loved the ones we got. And don't forget to send them in. Yeah. Um, at HeyJulieBB. And you can send us emails at HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Yeah. And get at Brett at Brett Raider because he is – not as active on Hey Julie as I am. Well, you just do it. And then every time I tweet from Hey Julie, you're like, oh, Brett's ruining our social media again. <laughs> Obviously, Brett tweeted again from Hey Julie because it was dumb <laughs> as fuck. I love your tweets from Hey Julie. I do too. <laughs> I just enjoy interacting with them. I think that's good. It's I good. Just, it means Yeah. It means it's worth it's worth um an authentic interaction okay follow danny on twitter add danny mop she's got she says great stuff like it's hot today (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna eat an apple and like apples in all caps (laughs) that's my brand baby (laughs) that's true (laughs) 
Um, we will be back, yeah, after the live eviction, guys. Exciting stuff. Who knows what's going to happen? That's what's fun about this Who season. Knows. We don't know. Expect the unexpected. Exactly. Um, and we'll talk to you later. Bye, Julie. All right. Bye, Julie. Bye.